Romans 12, 9. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people and don't think you know it all. The word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts, all of our souls, and all of our minds, may they be truly and utterly faithful to your word, O Lord our God, our rock, and our redeemer. And we pray that your Holy Spirit would do what you want in our midst, that your Spirit would come, would do what you want. We invite you into this place. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We've been uh, preparing for the Lord as we uh, use the words of John the Baptist as he prepared the way for the Lord as he was out in the wilderness crying out. He was the voice crying out in the wilderness to prepare the way for Jesus' coming into the world. And as the church, we are a community of faith that prepares the world for Jesus' second coming into the world again. And so we've been going through that uh, voice using uh, that acronym, uh, and today is the C in voice, and that C uh, stands for community. Uh, and, and when you think of a community, a community of faith, what is it that you think of? What is that community, that Christian community? Let's see if you agree, agree with this statement. The church should be a community where messed up people are welcome, outcasts are loved, underdogs find a champion, the hopeless find hope, and the friendless find a friend. How many of y'all agree with that statement? Now, how many of y'all, if somebody came into the church that looked hopeless, who maybe looked different than we did, acted different with it. Someone who maybe didn't have a friend, maybe who was an outcast, maybe who was an underdog. How many of y'all think you could live up to that statement? 
Well, if, if we are to be a community where, the, uh, where messed up people are welcome, and I'm so thankful that it is because, folks, I'm messed up. You didn't have to raise your hand. It's, it's, it's okay. It's, uh, you know, at that point, uh, I wasn't asking people to proclaim it, but guess what? As you look around the room, look. Look at everybody around here. Everybody in this room is what? We're all messed up. We're all broken. We're all hurting. We all have things in our life that aren't there. And when we ask people, how are you? Do, we're not really probably doing pretty good, are we? Because life is hard. But the church is where we do it together. It's the only place where we can truly, hopefully, find people who are messed up as bad as we are and want to allow God to change every single part of our life so that we can be who God is calling us to be. It's the community where we meet the risen Christ. It's a community where God shines on us. The reason we're here this morning is to meet face to face. We're a community to meet face to face a loving God, and the reason that we love is because God first loved us. And so we have to try to be that kind of community, and it's hard to do, isn't it? Paul is telling the church in Rome how to be united as a community of faith. And, and, and he tells us right here, how can we be a living sacrifice as a community of faith? And he's proclaiming this, how can you be a community? And he first talks about how can you be a community within your own faith community? How, how do you do that? And then he, he talks about how, how can you be hospitable to those outside of your faith community? And then he tells us how to be hospitable to our enemies. I wish they would have left that out. You know those little Bibles, I might just rip, rip that. Nobody would ever know if that wasn't in there, if I read. And then it tells us how to be in peace with everybody out there. I don't really, I don't really like Paul sometimes. Paul tells us this. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. And that word pretend there is don't just put on a mask. Don't, don't fake it like uh, uh, an actor. Really, truly love, and really, truly, he's saying love everyone. He's telling us right there, don't just pretend to love, love everyone. And, and we learn that love is what? Patient. Oops, it's kind. It's Generous, faithful, kind, generous. It has self-control. It does not rejoice in the wrong. How many of us like to rejoice in the wrong? How many of us want to be right about everything? That last verse there, I really hate it. Don't think you know it all. How many of us think that we know it all? Or at least on Facebook... 
and Twitter and everywhere else we think we know it all. And what does that do when you act, if you're a church, if you're a Christian and you say, I'm the end all be all. Paul tells us right here, we're not the end all be all. We don't know it all and we shouldn't act like it. Don't just pretend. Love is patient, kind, generous, self-control. Uh, it does not rejoice in, 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 in the uh, uh, wrong. It never, ever does what? Give up. Love never gives up on someone. I have some friends whose best friend has kind of pushed them away, and they asked me, should we give up? And you know what I said? I, I said the H word. You know the H word? It's in the Bible. Yeah, I said, hell no. It's in the Bible. You can say hell. What? Don't say it a lot. Uh, but... But why would you give up on someone you love? Why? Because they gave up on you? Does love give up? No. Does God give up on you? So should you give up on anybody else? No. Love is patient. Love is kind. Don't just pretend to be patient. Don't just pretend to be kind. Don't just pretend to do this, that, or the other. Don't just pretend. Actually, do it. Hate. Hate. You know, in my, in my, my, my house growing up, we didn't really say hell either. And we definitely didn't hate. But what are we supposed to hate? What is wrong? Hate what is wrong not the people hate what is wrong love is patient it's kind it's generous it does not it's not boastful arrogant or rude love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other never be lazy work hard serve the lord enthusiastically rejoice in our confident hope of knowing that jesus loves us and god will never give up on us rejoice even in those terrible circumstances when we can't make it together uh, remember to rejoice in the lord because he gives us the hope that love's never going to give up be patient in trouble so Christians are going to have trouble. Oops. But be patient in it, and the way that we can make it through it is what? Together. By loving each other genuinely. How? Together. When God's people are in need, or when anyone, even God's not God's people, what should we be do? Be ready to help. I love the way Sione, when somebody is going through something, he says, what do you need? And they say, I don't need anything. He gives it anyway. Uh, when you call someone who's hurting and say, what do you need? What are they going to say? Nothing. I'm okay. Guess what, folks? They're not. They're not okay. 
And we need to just show up with some ice cream sandwiches, <laughs> an ice cream sandwich casserole, an ice cream sandwich salad, and truly be there in their darkest days. 66% of people under 35 have quit the church. And 22% of them have said the reason why is because they have not made one single connection with anyone in a church. Why? Why haven't they? Because we aren't truly loving those who are different than us. We're okay if everyone acts like us, talks like us, has the same jobs as us, has the same socioeconomic class as us, uh, they don't sin the same way we do. We're okay with that. We're, come on, folks, if you sin the same way I do, come on, we love you. But maybe if they sin a little different, what are we? Maybe if they look a little different, what are we? Folks, if we're truly to be the community that God is calling us to be, we've got to change the culture of our hearts, change the culture of this place so that we can truly be a community that does what? Doesn't just pretend to love each other, truly loves each other. The strength of the Methodist church was they were a community. It was a small group of people that gathered together and they confessed that they weren't okay. They talked to one another in small groups and said, I'm a sinner, and this is how I sin this week. I sin this way, and I did this, and I talked bad about that person, and I coveted my neighbor's Porsche 911 with a quadraphonic blau park. Uh, I, I talked bad on the internet about that person. I held judgment in my heart against my friend. I gave up on my friend because they gave up on me. That was the strength of the Methodist Church because they lived in a community that gave of themselves love together. And they never gave up on each other. Paul reminds us, don't just pretend. How can we be a community that doesn't pretend, just pretend to love everyone? We do a good job here and there, but what if we were a community that loved not just our Sunday school class, but that other Sunday school class, and that Sunday school class, and that school across the street, and that northern tools across the street and the Waffle House across the street and that housing complex next to the church and those apartments there down the street and our neighbor that lives next door to us, the one that lives seven miles from us, the one that lives in Oklahoma, the one that lives in France, the one that lives in Russia, the one that lives wherever, because Paul tells us that we have to bless those who persecute us. We don't curse them. We pray that God will bless them. He could have left that out. It's easy to be happy with those that are happy 
And it's easy for me to weep with those who weep because I weep looking at a Hallmark commercial on TV. It's not so easy to live in harmony with each other. And the way that you live in harmony with each other is you're willing to never give up on that other person no matter what that difficulty is, no matter what's happening in that relationship, no matter what is going on, you work it out in love because love is patient. Love is kind. It's not envious, boastful, or rude. It does not rejoice in the wrong. And it never, ever, ever, ever gives up on anyone. Will we be a community that won't give up on anyone? And we'll be a community who loves the unlovable, who loves the outcast, who's a friend for the friendless, who gives hope to the hopeless, who's a champion for the underdogs, and who helps messed up people know that God even loves them because we're messed up and God loves us. Let us pray. God, we're messed up. God, we're not living in community. God, we're not loving the unlovable. We're not even loving people who loved us at one point in our life. Thank you that you never give up on us. Help us to live in community in such a way that love rules everything. And Lord, may it start inside of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.